0: You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today?
1: Good, good, good. While we're recording... uh, first one seed could be going down here huh
0: I mean it's it's kind of nutty um my bracket was shot anyway and frankly I wasn't into the brackets as much this year I just sort of half-assed it anyway so it's not that big of a deal to me um but at the same time you know I'm much more I prefer power five teams to non-power five teams um and so I'd probably Illinois Move on. That being said, I also want Alabama to have the easiest path they can have, and uh, so it's probably better overall if Loyola wins this thing. Although, frankly, if Loyola beats Illinois, maybe it isn't the best thing. So, who knows? Jimmy, uh, first of all, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go check out builtbar.com. Absolutely delicious. I will tell you about them later. As I am literally watching right now, uh, Loyola Loyola uh, Chicago. They they just showed highlights of some of their students. Like doing some kind of mime-ish wave. It was weird. Anywho. um, (laughs) So, Jimmy, Alabama wins yesterday. Um, Wasn't the prettiest win we've had all year. But a win is a win is a win. And in this tournament, that's all that matters. We move on and we play the Maryland Terrapins just like I thought we would. (laughs) I was
1: super relieved that Maryland beat UConn because – now now this may all be prove terribly wrong, but just in terms of matchup and in terms of who I thought might be underrated and underregarded and underseated, uh the UConn matchup was scaring me to death. Uh stupidly, the Maryland matchup doesn't uh disturb me nearly as much. Now that's probably because I'm dumb and uh lack the uh the mental capacity to understand that Maryland is a huge threat. Uh, and it is going to be difficult, but no, I, I was thrilled when Maryland won because had UConn won, in the back of my head, I'd be like, this is where the road ends. But but for whatever reason, I sort of like the Maryland matchup, although it will be an interesting battle of wills between Maryland's Maryland wants to play slow. They want a game in the 50s. Alabama wants to play fast and have a game in the 80s. Whoever wins the tempo wins the game.
0: You know, we can – let's let's go over yesterday's Bama game first before we jump into Maryland too terribly much because I did just find out something about the Maryland game yesterday, which I found incredibly interesting. So that's what we call in the business a cliffhanger, a cliffhanger. Um, that will at least keep people listening through the next commercial, we hope. Um, so, Jimmy, yesterday it, it was funny. I, I had several uh, Auburn fans come over here during the game and they all kind of uh, did their Auburn reverse voodoo jinxy thing, where they were like, "Oh, y'all got this. I don't even know why y'all are worried. Quit worrying about this. Why don't you enjoy the game? You've got it." And um, I was like, "Y'all have got to stop that. I know this is what yeah. Auburn fans are conditioned to do—to come over and tell us how easy this is going to be, and just it, <laughs> so that we can lose and then get even madder. I know that's what you're doing. You've got to stop it right now." And they were like, like "Who was? You know." But uh, anywho. Um, you know, yesterday was a good win, and again, glad we got it, all those things, and it was nice to exercise a Rick Pitino demon. But, boy, my prediction for John Petty going to have a coming-out party, he doesn't have many opportunities left. He's going yeah. have to have that coming-out party I've been talking about. He, he's running out of chances to show that he's got that in him. I just need one more good game out of him, and I th- whoever whoever that game is against, we will beat. But now we're in a one-and done situation, so he, he probably needs to do it this tomorrow, right or Monday:
1: You know uh, you, not that I needed much talking into it, but but you've taught me into that uh, that idea, that concept, and I'm waiting on it myself. I, I agree totally that that Petty is due one of those games, and when it happens, we're going to beat anybody we play when, when Petty has his eight you know, makes eight three-pointers in a game, which, I mean, it's coming. I think it's coming. I still think it's coming, despite the fact that offensively, he was a total mess yesterday, Uh, and and he was a mess offensively. Every time he touched the ball, offensively, it was some level of disaster, whether it was him missing a shot or turning over the ball or a bad pass or just missing free throws. Uh, Yet, yet, he plays so hard on the other end of the floor which is why Alabama won the game. I mean, Charles Barkley, who obviously doesn't watch Alabama game in and game out, I mean, how well could he possibly know our team? Yet he summed it up succinctly, you know, at his halftime analysis by going, look, Alabama's a mess on offense. They're not playing well at all. They normally shoot better than this. They're not shooting well. They're not scoring well. Petty's terrible. Yet the game's tied or near tied, and and they're they're probably going to win by 12 or 14, which we did almost exactly. Uh, and it's because as Barkley pointed out, Alabama's so good on the other end of the floor that on the days they don't score, they'll still beat you on defense. And that, that, that is why we've made it this far. Uh, that's why I think Alabama is likely to beat Maryland uh, tomorrow because Alabama is so good on defense. And uh, even on nights that they don't shoot well, they still can beat anyone uh, because of that defense. So but, boy, it sure would be nice if Petty had one of his games. You know, he hit his first three-pointer, and when Petty hit that first three-pointer, I'm like, oh, here it is. Here it comes. And then it didn't come. But
0: Not only did oh. it not – well, I, I, first of all, I'm going to make the world's worst segue. But speaking of not coming, um, have you ever heard about Blue Chew? Blue Chew is a unique – unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra or Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations and no waiting in line at the pharmacy and it ships right to your door in a discreet uh, package. Speaking of package, the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Look, this is a real, real thing out there. People want to get handled, um, and so go take care of it. It's simple. It's so easy to go to BlueChew and sign up. BlueChew's Sidenafil and Cadillafil. Tablets are chewable. The Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare shipped direct. So it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Go to bluechew.com, use the promo code locked on and pay just $5 shipping. Use the promo code. You try it for free. If you use the promo code, you just got to pay the $5 shipping. That's it. That's all you got to do. That, that, they're not promising you anything, but they're saying this is probably going to help. And you know you need this. So go check them out, Blue Chew dot com is where you want to go. And
1: no then, awkward conversations. This is an awkward conversation.
0: <laughs> well, have yeah, what's uh, I got to tell you about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go when you want to sign up. Use the promo code locked on. Get a fifty percent welcome bonus. You can bet on the tide tomorrow. Alabama minus six against Maryland. Cash money. Go bet on it. Take it to the bank. That's Luke's lock of the year for the week. Bama minus six. Go check out betonline.ag, promo code locked on, get that 50% welcome bonus. So easy to sign up, so easy to deposit, even easier to get paid. That's what's so crucial. Betonline.ag. Man, I'm hearing these guys advertise everywhere too. Betonline.ag is a big deal now, just like Built Bar is a big deal, just like Blue Chew is a big deal. Go check out these places, Rock Auto, man. But betonline.ag, if you are into gambling, and I know you are, because you're listening to this podcast, then you need to go check out betonline.ag. Sign up, use that promo code Locked On, get that 50% welcome bonus. It's free money. Jimmy and I tell you all the time. Betonline.ag. All right, look, and and I hate coming on this podcast and being negative, Jimmy, but I think the story is John Petty. That is that is the story, right? And look, I'm fine. Here's the other catch about Petty. Um, I would have been fine if Nate Oates. And Nate Oates is infinitely smarter than me. And I don't mean just basketball. I mean, in life in general. But if Petty, if we had said, okay, Petty, you're not on your game. We're taking you out. Because here's the other thing Petty was doing, forcing the issue like nobody's business. He would get the ball, slowly back his way down, then either turn it over, dribble it off his foot, or miss a shot. That's what was happening every time. He had a wide open dunk that he almost missed again, like he did in the Auburn game, but somehow it unbelievably went in, but it went in more like a sad layup. And <laughs> um, so I'm I think we're all fine with like, okay, Petty, you don't have your game. That's cool, but you gotta come out. And I, I wish I, I understand Nate's philosophy, like, okay, this is our senior, and he does play good defense, but his body language was so bad and And I didn't think his defense was super yesterday, so I felt like that this was a moment where it was would have been good to sit him and maybe we would sit him if uh if say primo were more available or whatever but gosh i i my 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 prayer is we get one more one really good l s u at Baton Rouge game out of petty before he graduates that's I don't care what else he does you know any other time but one more of those, and and I think we can make it to at least the elite eight, Jimmy. It would be such. Uh, it would be one. He, he, I, I want so bad
1: for Petty to leave here as one of my all-time favorites. And, and like you said, all I need is just one more. One more. We can call it the Petty game forever. That would be great. And and that would be a good time for it. I mean, to to usher us into the Sweet Sixteen a win over Maryland or, or, or game after that, should there be a game after that? But uh, yeah, I I mean, I, there's nobody I want it more for than petty, even more so than Herb. Herb Herb's had an awesome year, no matter what happens the rest of the season, this has kind of been Herb Jones team and Herb Jones year. So we need a petty game in this Herb Jones year. And uh, yeah, now, now would be a good time. And hey, Hey, the draw has fallen at this point, exactly how, uh, we, we would have scripted it where, you know, you beat Maryland and now you don't have to face a Texas, which may have been a difficult matchup for Alabama. Now it might be UCLA or even Abilene Christian after after Maryland. So but you have to beat Maryland uh, and, you know, the, the the matchup after that won't matter if you don't beat Maryland. So that's right. Let's see. And uh, again, Maryland's a very good team playing a very good Big Ten League. Uh very competitive, good coach and turgeon. We all know Galen Smith plays from Maryland. Galen was a good player at Alabama. I think some people some people get confused, I think, about style of play and what's a good fit and what's not a good fit. It's just a simple a simple situation where Galen Smith just sort of fits what Maryland does. Doesn't fit what Nate Oates does. Nate Oates didn't recruit Galen to Alabama to play his style. There's no hard feelings there it was just a better a better fit for everyone involved and we should be happy that uh galen went to a team that wins and is continuing to win and he's playing a bigger role for them than he would have played for alabama and uh i wish him well except monday night uh should be exciting it's cool that alabama's on such a big stage and Considering the Sweet 16 is the second furthest Alabama has ever made it in, in, in the history of the program, it's such a huge game in so many ways. It's football-wise, it's like the SEC championship game, and if you win, you go to the college football playoff. That, that's kind of what it feels like, just Alabama getting to the Sweet 16. has sort of always been the end of our road, except for the one time. But one, one other point I would like to make, I've, I've hinted this before, but but I'm even more adamant about it now. If this team beats Maryland, just beat Maryland, I think it's the greatest season in Alabama basketball history. And, yes, I know somebody will say, but but we made it to the Elite Eight once. Yeah, but that team didn't win the SEC. That team didn't win the SEC, tur- SEC tournament. That team wasn't a two seed. That team was like eight and eight in the SEC. I give them a ton of credit for making it as far as they did. But I think if this team – getting the Sweet 16 surpasses the accomplishments of that Elite Eight team uh, just simply because of all the successes that were added up to get to this point. So as far as I'm concerned, of the many things that Alabama is playing for uh, this coming uh, uh, you know, Monday night, many things Alabama is playing for, one of them to me is best Alabama team of all time.
0: You know, I'm I'm going to say first of all, I don't. I think it's definitely better than the 0-4 team. I think the 0-4 team got really hot. They played a Stanford team that was a little bit overrated, um, and we got into a free throw shooting contest with them late, and uh, were just able to beat. Then we played Syracuse, who's the defending champ, and they just weren't the same. Candy Winston had a good game, really good game that day, uh, if I remember right. Now, I'm going to still argue for the '87 team, right? Um, the I, team I'm, that I'm, lost to Providence. The team that lost to Providence, um, in I the would Sweet say, 16. in the Sweet Sixteen. They also won the tournament and the league. Um, yep, and True. of course, the old timers would say seventy six. Of course, but I don't. I I wasn't really old enough for that. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I, I would still go that way. If they get to the lead Eight, I think you. I think they get the crown. But if they get just make it Sweet Sixteen, slight nod for me to eighty seven. But Jimmy, let me let me say this about Herb Jones too. Yesterday, um, first of all, I did. I'm going to throw out one more slight negative that um, Shackleford, while he hits some nice big shots, man, we need him to get hot too. I mean, see, yeah. Petty's been playing so poorly from on the offensive side that it, we have forgotten that Jaden Shackleford can't throw it in the ocean right now either. It seems like,
1: and right, he has he hasn't played well offensively.
0: Nope, but now his drives have been okay, but his um his three point man. I mean, jeez. But I'll tell you something. Herb Jones' confidence right now is absolutely through the roof. And the way he was just taking it to the bucket at will. Now, he didn't make them all because that's what Herb Jones does. He's going to miss some layups. But he gets there so easily. Um, Now, will he be able to do that against Maryland? I don't know. But, man, his confidence is sky high. And I love to see that because I think, you know, if Shackelford can get going and or Petty get going, we're a real no-shitting threat. And what we need, one of those two guys to get it together. Now, Jimmy, let me go ahead and tell everybody about Kaleidoscope Media. You know, you've been listening to me talk about Kaleidoscope Media. If you're building a new home or remodeling your current home, you need to truly envision your dream before greenlighting that project. You need to hear me out. The good folks at Kaleidoscope Media can help with all your architectural visualization needs from seeing and exploring your remodel layout to envisioning your custom kitchen or to fully realize new home construction planning. They can do it all. Three, they specialize in 3D modeling, photorealistic rendering, and all other types of stuff about this. I mean, they're just cool couple, a husband and wife team of Cassie and Michael Moore out of Baldwin County, Alabama. Michael served two tours in Iraq as a decorated disabled veteran. So thank you, Michael, for your service. We truly appreciate you. Following his military career, he pursued a degree in industrial design, and his talent, coupled with Cassie's love for people, made the perfect combo for this business to start. Kaleidoscope Media's goal is to help people save money on future builds with remodels and additions, whatever, and just help people understand what they want. Give them a call today, 251-517-7188. That's 251-517-7188. Or visit them at www.kal-media.com. K-A-L-media.com. See their amazing work for yourself. That's Kaleidoscope Media. Go check them out. Finally, for today's live reads, I want to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best bar. It's built to be best. I don't know why they didn't call it that. I just came up with that. That's a patent-pending patent pending Built bar. bar. Um, Best Bar. But it is delicious. I have them all the time. I love them. I've ordered them. We've gotten free samples. I gobble them up. They're absolutely delicious. Built Bar, covered in chocolate, good for a keto diet, healthy help to they can help you maintain or lose weight they're not gonna really help you gain weight because that's not what they're designed to do and so if you want that go get the snickers or whatever i don't care but go check out built bar first because you're gonna love them they taste as good or better than a snickers that's what's great about them 18 delicious flavors man they're good i'm not kidding you i mean these things we advertise for we believe in locked on 20 is the promo code at built bar locked on 20 they'll get you 20 percent off that order locked on 20 Go check out BuiltBar.com. Thank me and Jimmy via a text if you have our phone numbers later on. All right, Jimmy. So, <laughs> if you don't have our phone numbers, I hope you're a good guesser. Um,
1: <laughs> those, uh, those last Built Bars, uh, the samples, man, that was another another winner. The, uh, churro banana. They were like banana churro puffs yeah. or something. Oh, my gosh, it was good.
0: It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, All right, Jimmy, here's something about Maryland, right? We talked about that Maryland has Galen Smith, and that's kind of the tie-in for Alabama, that Galen Smith did transfer to Maryland. But here's why I think Alabama will beat Maryland. Maryland played eight guys against UConn. Five of them, here are the minutes they played. They're, They're starting five. 33 minutes, 36 minutes, 34 minutes, 33 minutes, 36 minutes. A wow. bench player named Hamiltons played 16, Galen Smith played seven, and another bench player named Mona played five. Between those three bench players, they were 0 of 3 from the field, 0 of 2 from beyond the arc, 1 of 2 from the stripe with one rebound. So my point is that the bench for Maryland contributed 1.1 rebound with 28 minutes of play. If we can get our pace of play the way we want it, we might run them out of the gym.
1: It is, it, it, it's pace of play dicta- I mean, That's what we will hear in the analysis leading up to the game and it couldn't be more correct. The pace of play will, will literally determine the outcome. I mean, to, to me, it's kind of like, if the final score in this game is 56-52, uh, uh, we might not like the outcome. But if the final score in this game is 88-78, to I can almost promise you we're going to like the outcome. I mean, to me, it's like if we can run the floor and run and run and run and score, they will not be able to keep up. They will die of exhaustion. (laughs) It's just not what they were designed to do or play against. Likewise, if they turn it into a half-court game, we're screwed. We're screwed. We're just not big enough. We're not strong enough. I think to do that uh, we don't have a mid-range game uh, yeah so let, let's just see who wins the Battle of Wills. It's hilarious that their mascot is a turtle uh, our, Ours is the rabbit. let's let's just <laughs> in this con- in this uh, context let's just hope that unlike the children's fairy tale that uh, the rabbit beats the turtle and by the way, uh, in a race the rabbit's going to beat the turtle. I know what we're trying to teach the kids, but the rabbit's going to beat the turtle in a race.
0: Yeah, I mean, there there should be a better way to do that now because even my four-year-old's like, no turtle's beating a rabbit, right? I mean, come on, what do you? I mean, if you
1: think about it, didn't if my memory serves, didn't the rabbit lose because the rabbit was so far ahead? The rabbit decided to take a nap before before crossing the finishing line.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right.
1: This has been a stupid drunk rabbit. That, that's that's what we're. T- it's a stupid, drunk, loser rabbit. I mean, Nate's going to get our guys to to, to to keep running past the finish line. We're not going to take a nap before th- there's zeros on the clock. So, I like the rabbit to beat the t- the turtle in real life, and I like Alabama to win. And then, uh, and then we got all week to plan against. Who would have thought a Sweet Sixteen matchup against UCLA?
0: Or Abilene Christian.
1: Or Abilene Christian. I'll say UCLA. I can't imagine Abilene Christian winning two games, but, but we'll see. Anything that's happening in this tournament, obviously, but uh, wow. You know, uh, Jimmy,
0: I'm beginning to believe that it's going to come down to Alabama LSU in the Elite Eight. Um, oh, my gosh. That would be does,
1: great and terrible. It'll be it be great and it would, terrible.
0: It would be the storyline of the Elite Eight. There's no doubt about that. Um, and it would be a monster matchup. Do we know when Alabama plays? I mean, surely we would play on Saturday if we win Monday, right? I don't. I, I,
1: logic says yes, but
0: I don't believe it's
1: logical. I, I think, I think they reshuffle the group. I don't think just because you play Monday means you play Sunday,
0: especially think, this uh, year. I guess probably right.
1: Right? Yeah. I think. I think it's just kind of reshuffled. So I. I don't believe. That it would be set until late Monday night as to whether we would play Saturday or Sunday.
0: Well, first of all Sweet
1: sixteen games are Saturday and Sunday, not Friday, Saturday. It's Saturday, Sunday.
0: Well, not only that, the Sweet Sixteen games are are Saturday, Sunday, not Friday, Saturday, and then the Elite Eight games are Monday, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday. That's right. Cheebus. Yeah, I know it's crazy. It is crazy, and I mean because you know you usually can set your watch by these things, so it is sort of throwing me off. But um, yeah, I, I mean I guess in that case, then because I'm looking, I just looked on ESPN to see when it would be, um, and it does have TBD across the board, so there's no telling when it would be. I mean, I'm sure uh, Alabama UCLA would be a draw though. I mean the South versus oh, yeah. the most, yeah. you know perennial power against a fun oh, TB a lot. Yeah.
1: TV will love it because it's the South versus the West. So you get a lot of the nation interested and it's not regional. For instance, Alabama LSU will be interesting as hell to everyone in the South. But people outside the South might go, how many times can we watch Alabama play LSU in anything? But, but, uh, but yeah, Alabama UCLA would uh, be a, a big audience.
0: So, Jimmy, what's been your biggest surprise of the tournament so far?
1: Well, specific outcomes certainly. I mean, you know, or Roberts beating Ohio State day one. The number of uh, the number of double-digit seeds that won in the first round is an all-time record. Um, what, my takeaway from that is one of our good buddies, friends of the show, uh, Chuck Smith. I think is who told uh, me and Luke this, but uh, I think he predicted before the tournament. is like, you know, with the pandemic uh, and, and the, the protocols and. Oregon, uh, you know, winning without even having to play, and all this crazy, you know, that all the craziness has led up to what will no doubt be the craziest tournament of all time in terms of upsets. And that's what our uh, friend of the show, Chuck Smith, said. And and, and that's exactly to me how it's playing out. And, And I'm blaming a lot of it on, hey, all the traditional stuff that we rely on this time of the year is just not there. And by that, I mean, there's not even a Duke or a Kentucky in this tournament. And then the Blue Bloods that are in the tournament are losing early because everything's sort of turned upside down. It's a, it's, a, it's a great year for Alabama to be good because as of right now, all the way until the Final Four, we're not matched up against a Behemoth, a, a Duke with three first-round picks, or a Kentucky with three first-round picks. That, that's not in our way. The only thing in our way is ourselves, and, and by that I mean – turning over the ball, not shooting well. We solved those two things, and this run in the tournament can get really deep.
0: The most interesting thing that you said in that entire little rant was behemoth. Who the behemoth, hell? Like what, what kind of northern <laughs> England jackass are you? Who says behemoth? <laughs> you know what, behemoth. I, what I want to be?
1: I sometimes say, if I said brouhaha on the show,
0: I don't well, know if you said, but I mean, I, I can't imagine like, now that I know how you say behemoth, um, I'm wondering if you would <laughs> call it a, a bruehaha, bruehaha. <laughs> if, You I can't tell you how big of a jackass you sound like when you say behemoth. behemoth. <laughs> you sound like you think you're better than everybody. You're not better. Than
1: <laughs> I'm not even better than, uh, <laughs> than, than sister, than sister Jean, who is, uh, Gosh, I think I think I think she's proven that every team needs some sort of mascot fan with a with a direct line to God. <laughs> I mean, sister Sister Jean said she prayed before the game that Illinois would miss half their layups, and they literally did.
0: Well, so do you think she's got a she's got a direct line to Auburn Jesus? <laughs> she's got him in like on her, in her contacts or something. But by the way wouldn't it
1: be something wouldn't it be something if alabama made it the final four and we could say in back-to-back final fours there was an auburn and an
0: alabama that is what ridiculous that is that is wild and it's good you know i'm i'm already reading some of the auburn message boards too and like they're already well this season doesn't count blah blah, blah. we've already been through this <laughs> and and i can feel how mad they're getting because we might make the final four now we Watch us go lose to Maryland. But I'm just saying it's going to really piss a lot of them off if we make it.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I I certainly don't take a Maryland game for granted at all. Again, I'm thrilled because I was worried to death about the UConn matchup, and I feel better about Maryland. That doesn't mean that that's the reality of the situation. Maryland's clearly a good basketball team. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think the draw has just worked out almost magically for Alabama. And now it's just a matter of playing well you know we're going to play well defensively we bring that game in game out a plus maryland will not have seen any better a defense than they're going to see monday night played by a legion of good athletes and i love the fact that alabama's deeper and that we want to run and uh it could be a nice night for alabama and yeah let's get petty and shack on track
0: All right, buddy. That'll do it for this podcast. We'll be back after the big Maryland win, we hope. Roll Tide, everybody. Roll Tide.